Welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast. We give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. My name is Chris Borda, best-selling author of Get Stronger, Live Longer, the expert's guide to strength training for longevity. You can grab that right on Amazon or my website, chrisborda.com, if you're interested in getting stronger and being able to live a longer, healthier life, improving your health span. And I am owner of Yes Fitness for over the last 23 years or in our 24th year. So what are we going to do here today? We don't have any housekeeping, so we are going to jump right into this. And what I want to know is, are you disgusted with life? Are you disgusted that you can't make changes, can't make sustainable changes, okay? So what we want to do today is we want to be able to champion that and help you sustain change. So why am I doing that today? What's going on that I would want to do that Today is April 26th, right? Well, just around the corner, I'm pretty sure my Sunday is May 1st. That means one-third of the year is over already. One-third of the year. And maybe at the beginning of the year, you made some New Year's resolutions. Maybe you didn't. Maybe somewhere January and February, you just decided you are going to try to make some changes. Maybe even in March, whatever. Maybe it was the end of 2021. You wanted to make some changes. And you just haven't been able to do it. You haven't been able to make it stick. Maybe you got started and you weren't able to keep going. Or maybe you didn't even try to start. Maybe you're disgusted. You haven't been able to start. But wherever it is, behavioral changes are hard. They're very hard to do. Whatever the behavior might be. Whether it's weight loss, whether you want to start an exercise program, certainly when you want to stop smoking cigarettes or Whatever it is, behavioral change is hard, okay? And people aren't always at the same place as far as where they are in a particular change, stage of change. So what I wanted to do today was I wanted to introduce the trans-theoretical model of behavior change. And I want to relate it to exercise, but it can be related to any change that you want to make in life. And the trans-theoretical method seeks to include and integrate key constructs from other theories into a comprehensive theory of change that can be applied to a variety of behaviors, populations, and settings. As a coach, I'm interested in the process that leads people to begin to change, how to engage, how to engage with them, and how to help them engage to make change and maintain those healthy lifestyles, those healthy lifestyle changes. So that's why I'm interested in this. And what I'm hoping for here is that it helps you understand the differences, the different stages of changes and the processes that go about to go from one stage and change to the next stage and change. Whether you're going through contemplation or you're thinking about change and then you're into the maintenance phase or you're just getting into the action phase, whatever it might be, I want to try to help you identify where you're at in this continuum and be able to get to the next step in that, that change. So I want to go through the five different stages of change according to the trans-theoretical model and try to relate each stage to a real-world example and hopefully be able to help you figure it out and how you can get along the continuum to get to that point where you're on to maintenance. 
So the trans theoretical model acknowledges that stages of behaviors change are unlikely to be linear. It is more likely to be a cyclical, cyclical, since people are often in different stages, right? And we exceed or succeed in maintenance changes, in maintaining changes, different ways, different levels. Everyone is different, right? You got to think of it as a journey. They're all on different roads. They're all different places on these roads. And it's all going to do different things to be able to get to where we want to go in this journey. So it's not a linear thing. We just go bang, 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 bang. Sometimes we make a change and we regress a little bit. And that's okay. Sometimes we make a couple changes and then we regress back one or back two changes. So keep in mind that it's not a linear thing. And then it's different for everyone. And we just need to find where you're at and what we need to do to help you get to the next stage. So let's identify those five stages of the model, okay? So we first label, the first label is pre-contemplation. Then we have contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. Let's get some of this stuff off the screen so you'll be able to see the, the thing. So those are the five stages of change. And I've also put in there relapse or lapse because it's going to happen. People make change and they have a little bit of a lapse happens with me myself or a relapse and that's okay. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we get into this, but there are the five stages on the theoretical model. Okay. So let's start off with pre-contemplation. Pre-contemplation, let me just move this along here a notch, is a stage where you're not ready, okay? People in the pre-contemplation stage, they do not intend to take any action in this foreseeable future, usually measured by as much as six months out. Being uninformed or underinformed about the consequences of one's behavior may cause a person to be in the pre-contemplation stage. So you may not realize, you don't know what the dangers are by staying in this stage. Multiple unsuccessful attempts of change at change can lead to demoralization de 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 about the ability to change. It'll make you feel like you can't change. And pre-contemplators are often characterized in other theories as you're very resistant, you're unmotivated, and it can get you down, it can make you defensive, it can make you feel defeated. These people are like, I don't want to. For example, I don't want to exercise. You may not realize that it's not good for you to exercise. You may realize that it's not good for you to exercise, but you're just not going to exercise. You're not going to quit smoking. Okay, smoking. Just leave me alone. I don't want to change. This is the way it's going to be. So if someone's in the pre-contemplation stage, I would encourage them, I would encourage that individual to think about the positives and the negatives of their current behavior and why engaging in a more healthy behavior could be adaptive for themselves and for others, not just himself, but for others. And at this stage, a person could be down about their inability to change. 
that might beat themselves up over it, or they might become defensive when encouraged to adopt new behaviors. Honestly, they're just not prepared to change their lifestyle. But what we need to do, or what I need to do, is raise awareness. So, for example, exercise. You just don't want to change. But yet, you have high blood pressure. You may be um, overweight or obese. You might have diabetes, metabolic syndrome, whatever all these things are. And these things are going to affect your life. You're not going to live as long. So I'm going to try to educate the person on that, okay? But not just how that affects them, but how it affects the people around them. So do they, do they really want to die at a younger age when they have a daughter? Maybe they have a grandchild. Do they really want to be able to sit in a, in a wheelchair when they're in their 60s or in their 70s and become just this the inability to do anything in life other than just sit there? That's what you got to do. You have to try to point these things out, encourage them through some positive talk, point out what the, how it's affecting them and how it may be affecting others. So when we can get this person past this point, and this is the most challenging stage, the pre-contemplation stage, but when we can get them to this next point, to the, to the next stage, the individual will, will move on to what's called the pre, pardon me, let me get a click there. We went one too far. We get them onto the contemplation. If we go from pre-contemplation, I can see I'm going to struggle with this, to the contemplation stage. And here they're said to be getting ready. They're in the getting ready stage. In the contemplation stage or the getting ready phase, a person has the intention to engage in healthy behavior. Within the next few months, they're getting ready to do something. Even though they're getting ready to do something, they can remain in this stage for up to two years. So they want to do it, but they just can't get it going. Their intentions are to start, but just not there yet. They're more aware of the pros of changing their lifestyle because they're more acutely aware of the cons. So they know that they need to do this. And if they don't do this, these are going to be the negative effects. So that person that doesn't want to exercise, they now really realize, they really see what's happening. They may know somebody, in, uh, a family member or a friend that's just not living life the way they want to live life. They may not be feeling, may not start be feeling well. They may start to have the, the energy they thought they should have. So they're starting to feel those cons and it's really going to push them along to the contemplation stage. So people in the stage appreciate the positives of changing their behavior. However, they may still try to avoid action and continue to put off behavior for, for as much as two years. And at this point, others like myself can help that individual by reducing the negatives associated with the, with the behavior changes. Someone in the contemplation stage might have thought about adopting a particular behavior and maybe taking up a new sport and exercise, but are unlikely to act on that. And at this point, the, the person is beginning to think about changing that behavior. And they're like, I know I should be doing something, but I don't know what to do. I know I can do this. I know I can make change, but I just don't know how to do it. So let's make a plan. Let's give them a plan. If they say, I don't know how to exercise, I'll give you the plan on how to exercise. Right? 
we need to give these, this person a plan so they can take action on that because they know they need to do it. They just need a little nudge. The one thing you can do to help them is you can help them by looking inward to see what is actually stopping them, what underlying barriers are stopping them. Figure out what those barriers are and begin to increase some self-motivating factors that might actually help them make those changes. So we've been successful in moving some along from pre-contemplation, which is the most challenging, to contemplation. What's next? Preparation. It's not action yet, it's preparation. So the person has followed the contemplation and we're ready to go, ready to prepare. So preparation or the ready phase is the stage in which people intend to take action in the immediate future usually measured probably within the next 30 days in the next month. Typically, they've already taken some significant actions in the past year to get to this point, so they've taken some small steps. These individuals probably have a plan in place, a plan of action, such as joining the gym. So maybe they've needed to talk to the physician before they join the gym or maybe they need to talk to a coach once they get to the gym, but they've, they've taken a little bit of action. They've done a little bit. Okay. And in the preparation stage, an individual is ready to engage in activity again within those next 30 days. So let's get them going. So here's someone that's taken some gradual steps. So what can we do to help them? We need to give them some positive reinforcement and things that they can do every part of their day to make this become a habit. In this stage, for example, it's possible that a person is doing a small amount of exercise but not quite enough to produce any major benefits. So, for example, they might be telling families and friends that they want to change their behavior. In the preparation stage, uh, we might start walking just five minutes, five minutes a day, five minutes a day, and then we get it up to 10 minutes a day, and then we get it up to 15 minutes a day until we get to a point where we're really starting to make some changes, okay? In the preparation stage, a key concern is regarding the individual's competence to do the behavior and whether they are likely to fail. Being prepared and having a plan in place will help an individual keep progressing. So we want to know, we want to we make sure that we can see some of the barriers that might come up or whether they're going to fail and kind of cut that off at the pass. For example, this would be doing a warm-up before gradually easing ourselves into an activity. So here I would recommend something called social liberation. So noticing and using social conditions that support personal change is going to be very helpful. So for instance, if somebody has a friend who's already exercising, Let's get the buddy system going. And it's part of a particular behavior that we can tap into to help them kind of find that guidance towards engaging in that behavior. And we can help people in the stage of preparation by helping them make this plan, keep the plan going. Self-liberation is just like a little boost. It's like taking it up a notch to 
get them to the next phase so that just that little bit, we build this self-efficacy so that, you know, like, I know I can do this, I can do this, and they're doing it. It can actually give some affirmation to what they're doing. And that's going to keep them in that preparation phase and get them to the fourth stage where they're really ready for action. And so the fourth stage of the trans theoretical model is action. Action is the stage where people have made specific modifications to the lifestyles within the past six months. And they're actually doing it. They've made the change and they're doing it. They've been able to maintain it. It can often take some time to get to this point. And it's going to take a different amount of time for everyone. People in the action phase have initiated behavior change within the past few months and need to keep working hard to keep the healthy behavior part of their life. Strengthening a per person's commitment to the behavior will help to stop the person from slipping back down through the stages. And it, it can happen. In this phase, it's valuable to learn techniques that can improve commitment such as acknowledging the steps they've taken and avoiding the people who might encourage them to, for unhealthy behaviors. So we want to always give encouragement. We want to take a step back, look at what we've done, look at what we've accomplished, and feed off of that energy, feed off of those accomplishments to keep us in the action stage so we don't slip back. One thing to be aware of here, okay, is that people around us may not want to keep us, they want to keep us from getting to where we want to go. They might want to keep us where we're at. They may not want to see us succeed. And this can be very frustrating, right? Especially with nutrition. You go home and you want to cook that healthy meal and the other people in the house don't want to eat what you want to eat. And it's extremely frustrating. And you're trying to make a change. So we need to figure out how we can overcome that barrier, give you a plan to overcome that barrier. And sometimes, you know, we might have to reevaluate the friendships and the environment that, that we're in, that affected behavior that put, could potentially set us back. And it's okay to change our relationships. Might be, you know, when we go out, we're not going to go out with those people because those people are going to drink or they're going to eat the foods that we don't want to eat. Or we have some strategy that if we do see those people, we know the foods that we want to eat. It's, it can be very challenging when your support person, your support people around you are not on the same page if they're not there to help you. So we've gotten through the action, right? We've gotten through the pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and we're into the final stage. That's the maintenance stage. People who progress to the main, pro progress to the maintenance stage have changed behavior for several months now. The maintenance stage is when we've done specific modifications to the lifestyle, and they're working on preventing relapse. We want we don't want to lapse. We don't want to keep, make sure that we continue with our maintenance. So 
they do not apply change processes as frequently as we do people who are in action. While in the maintenance stage, people are less tempted to relapse and grow increasingly more confident that they are able to continue these changes. These people are encouraged to, to share their experiences and seek support from other people who behave in healthy ways. At this point, at this stage in the model, it's important to have awareness of potential situations that may cause you, may cause the individual to slip back into more unhealthy patterns of before. And if we go back to the runner example, if you're a runner and you're out there running, what are the potential barriers that may stop you from running again? It may be the weather. It may be an injury. It could be an overuse thing. It could be a change in your job and the time of day that you get to run. But when we face these big obstacles, okay, it's like the runner going up the hill. When they can, overcome, when they can get up that big hill, that self-efficacy, or competence to know that they can make it to the top, that they can overcome that barrier, will help them to be able to continue the behaviors that they've made. So we want to reinforce the positive. The changes that were made are extremely important. So it's extremely important to give that reinforcement of those positive changes. And keep in mind, again, it's a process. It's not a linear model. It's going to be different for everyone. The model changes as we go along, and everyone changes at different speeds. A, a great example, people go through stages where they're like, yeah, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Yeah, I can do this. I can get it done. I'm, I'm cruising right along here. And next thing you know, they fall back, let's say, to the contemplation phase, Okay. That would be a lapse or a relapse. So I don't want you to look at this as a failure. It's all part of the process. You can relapse at any stage, at any time to the previous stage or even further back. And understanding that it's not failure, but it's part of the process. And every time you don't reach that particular goal or you fall backwards, think of it as a learning experience. What are we going to do? How are we going to handle this? What made us fall back? How are we going to overcome that barrier and be able to do it again? So in the trans-theoretical model, there's some key processes in the operation that enable an individual to transfer between the stages. The first key factor is whether a person changes the behavior and makes progress is a Decisional balance. Decisional balance is what, what happens. So a, a decisional balance relates to whether the positive outweighs the negatives of doing that behavior. Once those positives outweigh the negatives of not doing the behavior, you're on to the next stage. That's what's going to happen. You're going to be able to make that change. A second key factor in the process of self is self-efficacy. If a person feels competent and able to effectively change an idea to a healthy behavior, they're more likely to do so. They're more likely to be able to maintain that. So again, we're looking at this theoretical model and at any point in time, you might have a relapse and that's okay. You need to understand that it's okay. 
We need to just use it as a learning experience and move on and figure out what went wrong and what we can do to overcome that barrier again and what we can do next time to maintain those lifestyle changes. That's the key. So think about where you might be in these, in these stages. Are you just like, no way, I'm just not going to do anything about this. I, I don't care. Um, uh, I, I'm not going to exercise. I'm just not going to exercise. Or could you be in the pre-contemplation where you're starting to say, hey, you know what? I know I need to do something, but I'm not really quite sure what I need to do. And that person comes through our door often. They come in through our door and they say, you know what, I, I need to do something. I know I need to do something. I see how my parents have aged or I may see how a friend is aging and, and I don't want that. I can feel it. I can feel that I'm not moving as bad as well as I used to be able to do. I'm getting more achy. I have less, less energy. I don't sleep as well. So they know they need to do something. We need to give them a the plan. When we get that plan in place, we start them off slow in a little preparation preparation level, and then we get them into action, take them into action. And once we're into action, we do the things that can help to maintain that, maintain those changes. And I have, are we good at it? We've been in business over 23 years. I have people who have been with me for all 23 years because we do what it takes to keep them moving, feeling better, making changes in their programs so that they can continue to live the lifestyle that they want to live. So if you have any questions about this, if you're anywhere stuck in this, you can't figure out where you are, get a hold of me, leave a comment, or give me a call or swing on in and talk to me. I'll be more than happy to help you figure this out. Because you might be in a pre-contemplation. You might just be getting to contemplation. You're not really ready for a plan, but you need to know what to do next. We're the one to help you. Or maybe you've been doing something for a long time and you've fallen back a few times. You need a plan so that you don't fall back anymore. It's all things we do down here. And so I hope this is helpful. I hope this is helping to be able to make some, to champion those sustainable changes. That's what I got for you tonight. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say. It's always an honor to talk to you. I hope it was helpful. And uh, you can look for more information next Tuesday where I'm going to give you some insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching. Have a great evening.